Hi, this is Julianne with Life Edit and Design, and I wanted to do a follow-up to last week's podcast about uh, emergency planning and kind of what's lying ahead. And it was just, you know, life happens, and it was pretty funny. After I finished recording the episode, probably about 30 minutes later, I uh, started getting messages that we had a boil water uh, notice and effect for our hometown uh, due to a water main break. And I just thought, wow, I mean, what about the timing of that? So all of a sudden, we were actually doing some emergency planning uh, real life, and it wasn't even something I had thought about happening, was that I, was, I could still use my house, I still had power, but I couldn't drink the water. So luckily, I had you know, a case of water in the basement, and I was fine. And then you know, as day two rolled around, I'm like, this is crazy. I'm going through a lot of bottles of water. I need you know, bigger jugs of water. Um, so, of course, went to the store and everything was wiped out because there's about three towns that were affected and everybody's been shopping for water for a day. So there wasn't much left and, you know, I was fine and we made it work out. But it just got me thinking was like, you know, that was something I hadn't really had on my radar. I was more thinking power outages, but then getting into the real life of, okay, I need to brush my teeth. I need to give the dogs water. Um, you know, just simple things. Um that just suddenly became interesting, like, huh, I'm running around with bottles of water all over the house, and this is like, this is silly. Um, so I wanted to just share some tips. So obviously I got on and did some research. Like one thing I don't want to deal with is having to go to the store in a crisis and fight for people, you know, fight with people to get to water, you know, and, or coming in after the fact and finding that all the water's gone. You know, that's silly when I have tap water I can use all the time if I just planned ahead and I had it ready to go. So what I did after doing some research was I found these collapsible jugs, I guess, five-gallon jugs on Amazon. And I'll, I'll throw the link in of what I purchased um, in the show notes just so you can see what I'm talking about. But basically, it folds up into this little tiny thing, and then you can fill it with tap water and take it wherever you want to go. It has a little spigot, which is great because you know those five-gallon jugs were pretty um, heavy you know, the big ones. And I was looking at the pumps, you know, you get the big, the water cooler five gallon things. And I was looking at the, I figured, oh, I just get some of those and I'd put a pump on it. Well, the pumps were crazy expensive and the reviews were terrible. So I'm like, that's silly. I'm not going to, you know, and the five gallon jugs are so heavy. So I got this other little thing. Um, it says it still holds five gallons. I have to fill it today. So make sure um, it doesn't leak, but you can, it's much more portable, I guess, than some of those big five-gallon things because I can close it and I don't have to worry about it spilling. Um, where once you open one of those five-gallon jugs, it's all over. You're going to have spills everywhere. And they're not very... Um, you can't pour out of them. So if I had the five-gallon jug without a pump, you know, the big water cooler, water cooler bottle style, that was a mouthful, I felt like I couldn't, you know, I couldn't just pour that out when I needed a little bit where these five-gallon collapsible plastic things have a spigot right on them so I can easily fill up a cup and run around the house if I needed to. I'm not going to run around carrying all the water, but I could easily fill a cup. So what I did um, was purchase one of those. And then in the reviews, people kept saying that they were floppy. Like it's basically a, I don't know, you picture like a, a gallon milk, you know, that kind of plastic. Well, it's kind of like that only it collapses in on itself. And people were saying as they were using it, it was kind of rolling around and it would became cumbersome in that manner that as it's deflating, it's just not holding its shape because it's meant to be collapsible. So I got um, plastic milk crates. So if you have any of those laying around, you know, put the water jug in something like that or even a box and cut a hole for the spout. You, know, you can kind of get creative, but at least that gives the water jug some 
form. So as it's deflating, it's not going to roll around and make a mess on you. I think that's an easy solution. I'm surprised that you're reading all the reviews and people are complaining. I'm like, really, guys, you can figure this out. Get a box. But anyway, um, so that's what I'm doing for water. And so I'm just going to fill one up. Uh, I want to test it, play with it. And then in doing some research as far as keeping it clean and pure, um, the research says just to put a little bit of chlorine in it, a little bit of bleach. Um, and you know, I was talking to my brother about it. He's like, oh, I'm not going to drink that. I'm like, You're s- seriously? If you do the research and you go through and you see those water purification tablets, they are basically chlorine. That's <laughs> all they are. They're bleach right off the shelf. Uh, they may have changed like 1% of the formulation, but it's really, it's the same thing. And chlorine in a very small dose is just going to keep your water pure. It's not like I'm telling you to go guzzle a gallon of bleach. That's disgusting. And obviously that would kill you, but a little tiny bit. And you have to read the formulations, you know, how much should you add per water, per gallon of water. But we're talking teaspoons here. We're not talking a lot of, um, bleach so but what that'll allow you to do is keep it for several years if you need it to which I don't plan to leave the water sitting there that long but if I decided okay you know once a quarter or once you know twice a year I'm just going to refill these jugs and I'll have them handy and you know it's only tap water I'm not running to the store and buying a bunch of stuff and if I ever wanted to move I can just deflate the water let it go and the packages will just shrink right up into these small foldable packets. So if I wanted to go on a camping trip, which I don't camp, but if I had to go on a camping trip, easily I could take these and then fill them up at the site and not have to carry five gallons of water around with me. So just a handy tip. And I just thought it was so appropriate that it came right on the heels of recording the podcast that you can go and get water that way and not be fighting with people and not having tons of plastic. I thought of all the waste of all these plastic bottles I was using. So this, um, it's BPA free, um, it odorless, so you're not going to have funny tasting water and I'm, I can use it and use it and use it. And I think the life of the packaging itself is either five to 10 years. So, um, that at least it'll, it'll keep me from buying bottles of water all the time. So I just feel like that's a great, um, solution. And it's something that if I want to, I can get some smaller ones and keep them in the fridge and not have to be running through so many water filters all the time. But that's a story for another day. So for now, that's how you can handle your water. Again, I'll put the link in the show notes. And then the other thing that I was struggling with and that I wanted to share today was I couldn't wrap my head around buying the food portion. Like I, I was getting okay with the dry goods, like the toilet paper and the paper products and things like that, like the cleaning products. But I was really stuck on like how, how much food is enough food and what is the right food to have? And, you know, walking through Sam's Club, trying to figure out what I was going to buy um, to create this little stockpile of food, I, I just, I had so much trouble wrapping my head around what, like I knew what I wanted to accomplish, but I wasn't sure what actual food I missed to buy. And I was kind of just going by what was on the shelves in Sam's Club. And so I want to share kind of how I wrap my head around it. And it's so simple. It's so silly because I do this all the time, but I never put two and two together. I didn't put emergency planning together with how I normally plan my menus, which is just using a meal matrix which I'm sure you've heard of, this is nothing new, where you just kind of say, okay, Monday is pasta, Tuesday is Mexican, uh, Wednesday is burgers or something like that, um, Friday is pizza, just simple things like that where you just have a category, a catch-all category. And then you look at your planning and say, okay, if I were going to do three months of planning, there would be 12 Mondays in there, right? So, you know, give or take. And that would mean, I and then how many servings do I get out of a box of pasta? You know, if you have a big family, you might just get one serving. Um, if you're just eating for yourself, you might get, say, three servings out of a box of pasta. So then, like for me, I'm right now I'm just planning for myself. 
And I'm like, well, I only need, uh, you know, I get three servings out of a box of pasta. I only need four boxes of pasta. But at least I could wrap my head around it. Or, you know, if I wanted some frozen ravioli, how many servings do I get out of frozen ravioli? And I could just kind of figure it out that way. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, now I get it. So just create this meal matrix. And depending on the size of your family is how long you can go. Uh, as I'm recording this, it is September. And I was thinking, okay, I want to do the fall. So I'll have the same rough meal matrix for September, October, November. And then in winter and the holiday seasons, I'll change it up. So that's one way to wrap your head around is like, look at the season and then decide what you want to do. Or else just look at the month in how long you go really depends on the size of your family and how much storage you have. So, you know, I was looking at just myself for the next couple of months and then when my daughter comes home from school, then I'll have to change up the mix and now it'll be for two people and I'll have to incorporate the food she wants. So I'll admit I've got it easy right now because I'm just thinking about myself. But if you've got a family of four, family of six, you, know, you really have to think about, well, how much food can I store and how are all the different tastes going to work? Because you want to actually eat the food. You don't want to just be packing it away for a rainy day. You want to actually go through it and then buy fresh. So my plan and what I've done now is I did a big shop. I used the meal matrix and said, okay, you know, pizza, how many, you know, if I buy a pizza, I can easily get two servings out of the pizza, cut it in half. So one frozen pizza gives me two servings. If I'm going for 12 weeks, that means I need six pizzas. That was really, really easy for me. And I'm not, I'm not making a special trip just to get pizza, but next time I go, it's like, okay, you need six pizzas. What do I have room for? I have room for three. So, okay, I'll get a box of three pizzas and I'm good. So that's kind of how I'm wrapping my head around it is number one, what do I have room for? And number two, what is my meal matrix? How many do I need in that meal matrix? So you may just want to do a month and you say, okay, well, there's four Mondays in the month, so I need four boxes of pasta to feed my family. And at least you have a month's worth of food stashed away. So again, it's up to you. And the other thing that you really need to think about as you're going into this is frozen versus dry food and shelf life. So I was looking at all these foods. I'm like, wow, that's, that's going to take us a lot of freezer room after a while. You know, six pizzas in my freezer, that's a lot of room. Do I really need to have six at one time? So I just wanted to look at other things like pasta is a dry food and jars of sauce. They don't take up room in my fridge so I have plenty of shelf space. I don't have a lot of freezer space. So you want to be thinking of the different foods like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. How much of that can you build off a of dry food? If you're going to do cereal, do you want to get some of those storage containers that keep it fresh longer after you've opened it? Um, if you're going to do things like rice, you know, can you buy a bigger box and store it into something that's going to keep it fresh longer so that you only portion it out a little at a time, the rest of the rice is staying fresh. Same with pancake mix, things like that, where you can buy in bulk, store in a good container, airtight container, and then kind of portion it out through the, the time. But really be thinking about those dry foods and how you would store them safely versus the freezer food. How much space do you really have for freezer food? Um, one tip I was reading about is freezer food as far as like a meat was when you bought your meat for the week, buy, like if you're going to buy chicken, buy one for the week and two for the freezer so that you always had kind of, you know, your month's worth of chicken going in one trip, but you weren't overwhelming yourself because it can get costly if you're trying to bulk up all your food. Like getting, for me, getting three months worth of food at one shot was quite expensive, but I don't have to go shopping really for the regular stuff, you know, the frozen goods for a month or for two months or for three months, depending on what I've bought. So you kind of want to work your way into it be thinking about again that storage space and then be thinking about budget. Is it just go in and buy one to use for the week and two for storage? Um, is that the best way to work it into your budget? Or is there a big sale? If there's a big sale on something, like how much can you store of it and how long will it take you to use it? How many servings can you get out of it? 
and approach it that way. So I know the meal matrix isn't something that's like, wow, but for me, it really was like, duh, I just couldn't wrap my head around it. So hopefully that helps you to determine what you need to buy. And then I was looking at some of the things I bought and I was like, oh, this doesn't even fit in my meal matrix. Kind of silly. Um, but now I had a way of wrapping my head around it and I could see what doesn't need to be purchased just because BJ's has it in bulk or Sam's Club has it in bulk doesn't mean I need to buy it. So I was able to actually get smarter about what I was pur- purchasing and have a plan for it. So like when I was looking at side dishes, I'm like, you know, those aren't part of my emergency plan. Like I don't need a lot of side dishes. Most of my meals are kind of one pot once, you know, pasta takes care of itself. I don't need side dishes for that. Uh, pizza takes care of itself. I don't need side dishes for that. When I have my burgers, I, I love, um, Sam's Club has Beyond Burgers, which is a vegetarian burger. I'm like, oh, those are great. But that's one thing I do need some kind of side with. So you, it helps you wrap your head around, well, how many bags of veggies do I need for sides? Um, I got these dehydrated soup things, which I highly recommend. Um, and I was like, ooh, this is really expensive. It was $8. But then when I made the soup, it was this huge, huge quantity of soup. So I wound up getting four servings out of the soup. So I had soup one day and then I had three more for the freezer. And this is where you can use, you know, mason jars or something like that. For me, it was like individual portions. So I could just put things into a mason jar, put that in the freezer. And now I have out of that one soup that cost me $8, it got me four meals out of it, right? Yep, four meals. So it was really $2. And I'm like, okay, that's reasonable. That's a really good meal. And now I have three in the freezer. I made one, I have three to go. Same thing with sauce. I open it up and I'm not going to use a whole jar of sauce, but I can use one serving and freeze two to three. I think I got two more out of that, yep, out of the one jar. So there's two in the, in the freezer for me. So next time I have pasta, I have a, now I have a way to have sauce that's fresh and not worry about it going bad in the, free, the freezer or the fridge. Um, so keep that in mind. So look for portioning. So if you're buying something big, how can you portion it and store it? And then now getting into a routine of every Sunday, I kind of look at what I'm going to have for my meal matrix and I pull out the stuff out of the freezer. So I'll take out a jar of sauce, take out a jar of soup, just look into frost for the week and have it. And I don't follow it strictly like Monday does not have to be pasta Monday every Monday, but I know during the week I'm going to have pasta, I'm going to have soup, I'm going to have pizza. So I've got got my burger. So I, I know what my meals are going to be. And I only plan my meal matrix on Monday through Friday knowing that Saturday and Sunday could either be eating out or eating leftovers or, you know, just life comes, life comes at you and other things are made by just in the mood for something. And I go to the store to buy something that I just don't have stored up because I know me and I need some variety. So I plan my meal matrix Monday through Friday. For me, I plan for the season. I plan the January, or excuse me, September, October, November, and that works perfectly. And I don't have to go shopping. And the other thing that I wanted to buy was like, I didn't want to have to constantly be going to get milk. Like if I have all my shopping done and I got to run to the store to buy milk, that's annoying. So I got powdered oat milk, which I know sounds gross, but it's really not bad. Um, so I got something like powdered oat milk and powdered eggs. So those are two things that I don't have to go to the store for. And I even bought 